This is Tim from Within the Ruins, and you're listening to Metal Speak. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look retarded, act retarded, not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards, autistic, show, not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe, braces on his legs, but he charmed to pay himself next to him and won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. With your host, Dingle. Who, who could possibly figure that out? That's completely mental. Jerry. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Legs. Must speak fellas how's it going good <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you <grip>. said it <laughs> it's monday right. yes somebody has the case of the monday you see that one on the it's it's been on the chive i think in the daily afternoon random this last two mondays it's a guy skiing down the slope where there's like this long like water like water track or something hmm and uh, he hits he he hits the water and fall and like just gets launched out of his skis, but he's like skidding across the water, and then he hits the bank at the end of the water where the snow is and just launches into the air and it's just like <laughs> uh, and he lands and it's all just like Monday. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna be doing yeah, of course. Um, we're gonna be doing top five songs for being a hummingbird riding weasel. In a diaper, on the way to buy a white and gold dress that everyone says is blue and black. Yeah. God damn. Things that were relevant two weeks ago. <laughs> speak. <laughs> because that's how we do this. I think I like that better than full retard speak. <laughs> relevant two weeks ago speak. <laughs> Old news speak. Yeah. I, like, I like the full things <laughs> yeah, yeah. that were <laughs> relevant. Of course, by the time I post it, Things that are relevant three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Jumping the shark speed. <laughs> oh, not yet. We'll, you'll oh. know when we do that one. Oh, okay. This might be close, but you'll know when we do that one. That'll be the that'll be the uh, series finale, as it were, right? <laughs> uh, of Metal Speak, when we, when we decide to call it. we got to just go absolutely full retard. That's full retard speak. Yeah. That one. yeah. That's right. Three weeks ago. Anyway, and then uh, I got some shows to talk about too. Hey, I went to a show. Oh my god, oh my god. I went to a show. Weird. That's amazing. Well, goddamn. <laughs> so, um, but uh, let's uh, let's hear what's coming out and releases next couple weeks. All right. Uh, so we got for uh, tomorrow. We got the new uh, Alkaloid, which is uh, it's kind of a super group. It's got some guys from Necro- Necrophagist, Aborted. Um, 
escaping me at the moment, but it, uh, a lot of hype around it. Some pretty, it's pretty good stuff. What's it called um, again? Alkaloid. Cool. Uh, Dodheim's Guard. Uh, looks like they got one coming out. Those guys. I don't think they've had an album out since like 2007, and they are. If you've never heard them before, you know, go out and spend some stuff. They are. They are by far the weirdest <laughs> band ever. Really. Like, like over um, Arsenal Skittle, the girls? Yeah. Wow. Because, like, okay, so, like, Arsenal Skittle, the world is, like, fun weird. Like, these guys are, like... Full retard weird. Like, like <laughs> Portal on acid. Like, they're just... Huh. It's... <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's more black metal. It's more, like, I think they've always been described as, like, you know, like, postmodern, industrial-tinged black metal, I think, is the best... Huh. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just weird. You just you just have to listen to it. Anyway, uh, so they got that new one. Uh, Moonspell has a new one coming out. Um, kind of, like a symphonic black metal thing from Greece. I could be wrong. Um, Sleeping with Sirens. For you. That's right. Yeah. And then next week, uh, ooh, the, new, the new Oceano. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Does Tracy Morgan still sing for them? <laughs> <laughs> yikes! I saw them one time and I was like, "Wow, oh. <laughs> looks like Tracy Morgan." <laughs> yikes! Uh, Baron Nurse got a new one coming out. Uh, Chon, kind of a kind of a semi-progressive acoustic thing going on. Those guys are kind of fun. Hmm. Uh, Fulgora, uh, Lifeless, Theories. Um, from uh, I think they're from Seattle, kind of a grind band. They're really tight with the with the cattle decapitation guys. Uh, they they got an album coming out on three twenty four. We got the promo a couple weeks ago. It's really good, or maybe it was last week. Um, and they are actually playing uh, a fest that Brian from What's Left is putting on. Oh yeah, um, here uh, like towards the end of May. Nice. So between them and Weekend Nachos, um, that's that's gonna be a good fest. I know he's got a lot of, you know, good local stuff and, you know, a lot of uh, punk and hardcore bands coming in and grindcore bands coming from, coming in from all over. But Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Those are the two big ones for me. So, should be a good time. Cool. Speaking of a good time, uh, we, were all, we all went to the Suicide Silence Within the Ruins Fit for an Autopsy show. If you were, their vocalist had, like, throat problems, I think, right? Vocal cord terror. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So they dropped. Which, uh, Did not tear his vagina ass <laughs> to his ass as previously reported. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I I I don't know anything really about them, and I, I really wasn't too sad. I was like, oh, cool. I was not sad at all. I was. It yeah. sucks for him. You know, that's not. Yeah, it sounds it happened to anybody. But, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. I don't have to sit through their set. Better <laughs> than to stand outside in the snow. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exactly. Better them than fit for an autopsy, I guess. Yeah, and right. um, and then uh, local band Crown as Crown Magnetar, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's. Um, and that was the first time I saw them. I, I mean, they they seem like a newer band. Uh, I don't know if it's just because of that, like opening band. Don't make them sound like very good kind of thing was happening, <laughs> or if it's just that they're new and they're still kind of dialing in their own tone. But yeah, even like even you know plugging my ears, it was hard to hear like definition. Yeah. I heard I heard the bass drops that, yeah. <laughs> that were all over the place. Uh, a lot of energy, but uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Let me just put it this way: without saying anything positive or negative, um, Vital played with them at Sunshine, and they sounded the same. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. 
There you go. I just couldn't get over it. I'll say it. <laughs> the guitar tone was killing me. I don't know what. Yeah, it's just all fuzz. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, fuzz. I was like, how are you gonna? How are you gonna have like a what do you have like a ten string guitar? And it was like, <laughs> like paper thin, just like yeah, all fuzz. I was just like, fuck, what yeah. is? But like, maybe I couldn't get my earplugs in fast enough. Like yeah. the second one I walked in, the, I walked in the door. I was like, holy Christ! Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, maybe they're new. Like I said, uh, um. Uh, you know, Dreadnought, they used to be, um, Castigation. Cast, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, I remember their first show was, like, rough tone wise, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they dialed it in eventually, so. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was there for Fit for an Autopsy. Me too. I've heard. About time! I've, yeah, I've, I've heard enough, you know, good things about the live show, and obviously been a fan of the music for, since day one, when Jared met up with them at the Deakman Metal Fest, um, five. Four or five years ago, probably right. Yeah, four and a half. And uh, and you know, when, when you're when you hear so when you get so, when something is so hyped up and you hear so much about it, it's like, man, like I was like, this better be good because it's like, be let down. yeah, right. And and I'm happy to say, it was not let down at all. Just totally blown away. Uh, I was standing up on the on the uh, bench on the side uh, next to Nate, uh, used to sing for Pain Machine, and his yep. girl. And uh, and I was talking them up a bunch before. I was like, well, I haven't seen them live. I've only heard good things, but I've been a fan of their music for you know years. And um, and I kept looking back at them, and they were just like, I kept seeing those faces, you know, the faces like, holy shit! <laughs> like <laughs> I was not expecting this because they, you know, I think they they were excited about Suicide Silence more than anybody else. They were uh, so anyway, they were they were pleased. I think I turned them on to, but yeah, just just great. Everything that 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 I was expecting. Uh, they they hit on all the all the high points from the new album. I think. Uh, well, I mean, they had a kind of short set. I'm sure they, there was a lot that more that would have been cool to see. But for the amount of time they had, relentless. There's just a there's just like this, you know, visceral like brutal. Gah, when they when you see them play, yeah, that punching babies thing comes to mind. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they bring a lot of energy, and it was like, you know, this is the second time I've seen them without Nate, and, you know, up front, and, uh, this guy works the, he works the room better than, than Nate did. I think, you know, Nate had a lot of vocal power, and I think this guy, this guy has the vocal chops, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, working the crowd, and, and the kind of the banter and stuff like that, you know, he did, he did a pretty good job. And I'm always... I have to say that, you know, being a, a, a uh, consistent, you know, concert goer in Colorado, it's always refreshing when the when the band doesn't make a joke about legal we- about legal weed. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, it was a good set. You know, like yeah. I said, you had all the high points. I mean, um, you know, they played most mostly off the second album. They did uh do the Jackal. Yeah, off of the first album, which is probably my favorite track by Conqueror. So, um, yeah, it's a good set. They hit all the high points. You know, the crowd really seemed to dig it. Oh you know, yeah, it was some violent. I think the crowd uh, moved more than I've seen them. You know, even at a marquee or the summer or you know any other places I've seen them, I think there was more more movement, more enthusiasm. You know, and it's obvious. Yeah. Uh, you know that their uh, their fan base is growing. Yeah. Exponentially. Yeah. Yeah, which is really good for them. Yeah, super tight set. Also, just yeah, good shit. 
Then within the ruins played. <laughs> yeah, it's you know like so. I mean, I mentioned that brutality. I mean, I still within the ruins are tight, you know, but their music isn't. You know when you <laughs> when you see a band like Fit for an Autopsy and then and then within the ruins it's like that urge to just that aggression is kind of. Yeah. Well, I think it's not with, quite know, there. I mean, I think within the ruins, I mean, they they really more appeal to you know like the the shredding, you know, kind of guitar fretboard yeah. acrobatics crowd. I mean, yeah, not that it's not like you know mosh worthy music or whatever. I mean, right. you know, I have a lot of tracks from them. You know, when I work out or run or whatever. But um, I think the only thing that was kind of putting me off about this time around because you know I've seen them. I think this makes the third or fourth time that I've seen them and. Uh, there was something going on with the microphone. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like every time he did like an S sound, it was like, like, like this, he sounded oh, really? Tam- extra pronounced. Yeah. He's, okay. He sounded like the gopher on Winnie the Pooh. Ah, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch that. It was driving me insane. Like I would take my earplugs out and it was fine. It was too loud. And then I put my earplugs back in and it'd be like, Oh wow. And I don't know if it was like, Something in, like, maybe they're, you know, they were doing some sort of effect on the vocals. It was, you know, maybe he was, you know, cupping it wrong or whatever, but huh. it was, oh my god, it was driving me nuts. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but I didn't have, I didn't have earplugs on. I was at the back. I actually, um, you know, I, I kind of felt like after Fit played, I was like, well, my, you know, that's, my night, <laughs> that's my night, yeah. my night, I, it's not everything time else now. here is just like, yeah, yeah extra. But, but I, but you know, within the ruins, it had, um, flipped their van and I, and I wanted to get a shirt from them. Yeah. So I went back to get one, and their their merch guy went up, I guess, to the stage with them because he was nowhere to be found. Huh. There was two or three guys back there waiting also, and so I was like, well, I'll just hang out and wait for him to come back, and uh, he didn't come back until like after they were done. <laughs> by then, Jared had come over and was like, well, I t- well, Pat walked by, which was cool because I, I introduced myself and said hi to Pat, Yeah. and, and Jared was like, you want to do an interview after the show, and I was like... Sure. So I was kind of looking forward to having like an early night. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll stick around. And, um, and well, I suppose we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but it was totally worth it. So, yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, no good set from within the ruins. And, um, and then, so Suicide Silence, I, I'd only seen them the once before and it was with, um, Mitch. Mitch. Right? Mitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember he was doing that pterodactyl thing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And so I was glad to see that, you know, Eddie wasn't trying to do that. You know, he was like, well, the, you know, that was his thing. And Eddie's definitely just himself. <laughs> yeah. And and he's he's one of the best front men, for, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I've ever seen. He just, he he really has a connection with the crowd. You know, that's not, it's, I don't think it's an easy thing to achieve. You know, and he's mastered that, so. Yep. And, um, yeah, I mean, music-wise, I, I don't know, I've, I've never really got into him. I, the the crowd loved him, but again, it's I don't know. I feel like fit ruined <laughs> the night as far as like you popped your cherry way too early. Yeah, you blew, you blew your wad. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of Suicide Silence's albums, but I don't think I don't have, I don't have the newest one. But I that's one thing. Like I've li- you know I can listen to the cleansing or you know No Time to Bleed or whatever, and it, it, and I can't like pin down. You know, like if you were to compare them with All Shall Perish, I mean, I, you know, they play a song live. I know exactly which one it is. You know yep. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. 
But I don't know. Like, all of Suicide Silence's stuff just kind of blends together for me. I don't yeah. know why. Like, I just... Me too. There's not a lot of their tracks that just jump out at me. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, this is such and such off of uh, Black Crown, or this is, you know... I just, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't pick them out. So when I'm at there, I'm just standing there, and I'm like, eh, and so you kind of have to, you know, kind of feed off the energy that you're getting, you know, from the group. And I just, I was more interested. I, I really want to see what, you know, what the dynamic was going to be. And you know, I think, um, I think Eddie knows he's, even though that he's recorded a full album, you know, with them, I, I think that he's, you know, still got a bit of an uphill battle and. You know, trying to prove his metal with the purists. Yeah. You know, that, uh, you know, the, the lucker loyalists, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he's handling, he's handling like a champ, you know, like I said, he, you know, like he said, he's, he's got the charisma. Yeah. I, yeah. If you didn't know any better, I mean, you know, you'd seem, it would just seem like he's, he's right at home. Yeah. He, that's, that's their front man. And so, yeah. Sweet. Good uh, shit. Then they uh, night was over. We got to we got to talk to Pat, and uh, just like Jared said, one of the nicest guys, just you know, humble, gracious. Uh, I I almost feel guilty because he said several times like you know thanks for what you guys do, and we really owe you guys a lot. And I'm like, I don't know if he knows that we don't have any <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Not that we haven't turned. I mean I I mean I I know we've we've turned some people on, but I don't know if it's as much as he thinks maybe. Yeah. You know, but uh, but it still was great to, to talk to him and um, got some really good insight on kind of the transition with the new singer coming in and um, Joe, right? That's the singer. Joe, yeah, who was a friend of um, Tim, Tim, uh, the other guitar player. Huh. And it was the kind of thing where it's his roommate. <laughs> yeah, where it was the kind of thing where like when um, the other Nate. singer, uh, who 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 filled in for Nate when Nate left? Oh, I want to say Wes something or another, but I don't know if that's right. Uh, no, it was, uh, I think his normal name was Gordon. No, it wasn't Gordon. <laughs> um, did you change your Wi-Fi password? Nay. You son of a bitch. Um, what was it? I'll look it up. The, uh, it's Greg. His name is Greg. Yeah. Ah. Right. So, so when, you know, he kind of filled in because Nate left on tour and they kind of needed somebody and it was the kind of thing where they, they realized it wasn't going to work. And then Tim's like, oh, yeah, so I got this friend. And they, it was kind of like, why didn't you mention him like, when we needed when Nate left? <laughs> Cause it was, but, but you know, Pat was saying it kind of worked out the way it had to. And the other really interesting thing about Fit for an Autopsy is, you know, um, Will Putney is their third guitar player, but he owns the Machine Shop studio, and that's yep. his gig is running the studio. But he's their, I mean, he's their third guitar player. Yeah. And, and to hear, you know, Pat, he's... He's almost like the glue that really holds everything together, and, and he's like their secret weapon. I think he actually used those words. Um, it, like, for example, when they went off, they did, like, an Australian tour and a European tour. They took off. They left Will with, like, a handful of riffs and came back, and he had, like, three songs, like, full songs put together, you know, and that's yeah. the kind of dynamic that 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 they have with their writing and stuff. And it, um, it's really interesting because, I mean, he's, you know, he, he sounds like he's a – you know, real perfectionist, you know, with like tone and just getting things perfect. And they have, you know, having like a, a vision and knowing how to make it realized, you know, um, he, yeah. So he just couldn't say enough good things about the, the new album. We're super excited to, to hear after everything he's saying. And same with, you know, Joe coming in and just, 
he said several times that there's there's a couple songs on there that are, you know, their their horizons, their writing horizons are broadened because Joe can do stuff that Nate just didn't want to or couldn't want, you know, couldn't do or whatever. So yeah, growth, you know, growth's always good. Yeah, you can't keep putting out the same album over and over. Yeah. So just like the show, I mean, they're they're setting the bar like super high, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that for sure couple uh i think he said summer hopefully so sweet yeah so uh but anyway yeah great interview it was like 25 minutes or something long so definitely worth checking that out when that gets posted <laughs> whenever that maybe and then uh jared you went and checked out fallujah yeah oh, i was supposed to be uh arch spire right? there's supposed to be so many bands <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be uh, Sky Burial, Arch Spire, Zenith Passage, uh, Lorna Shore, and Fallujah. Uh, Zenith Passage and uh, Arch Spire both got stuck in Salt Lake City because of the weather, so they couldn't they couldn't make it over seventy. And uh, I guess the highway, the the, the infamous uh, trailer flip uh, highway through Wyoming was closed uh, due to the weather, so. Uh, yeah, it was Lorna Shore made it, Fallujah made it, um, you know, Sky Burial was, was from Denver, so they had no problem making it, and then, uh, Vale of Noth jumped on at the last second, so, um, wasn't it, it wasn't a bad show, it was, uh, I, I mean, it was like 50-50, hey, you know, <laughs> I, okay, It was so, at the marquee. It was at the marquee, first off, so yeah. that, that should tell you about 80% of what you need to know, um, <laughs> So, Sky Burial, um, they're from Denver. Not to be confused with Sky Burial. Oh. Two words. Oh. Uh, the post-metal act from uh, out east, I think South Carolina or something like that. Uh, this Sky Burial is a, uh, a two-vocal act. Ah. Um, <clears throat> mostly deathcore. And uh, I can't... I want to know... I'm gonna put this. How the fuck are you gonna have two vocalists when you're both doing gutturals? Somebody explain this to me. If you're gonna, yeah. like, you know what I mean, have, like, have some, some you know, dynamic. To, yeah, okay. To, so like, harvest the murder. Like they're they're the ones. That, okay, so they got the growler and then they got the rapper. Okay, fine. You know, these guys have a growler and a growler. And what I did understand it was driving me in. Just <laughs> was. Okay, so you have you have the two growlers, and then like one guy would be barking his lyrics, and while he's barking his lyrics, like like sometimes like if you see the bassist like mouthing the lyrics, and he doesn't have a microphone, you get okay, he's really into it. Same with the guitarist. Okay, fine, you guys love the material you've wrote. You're enthusiastic, and you want it. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. But you're the second vocalist, and you're just you have the microphone hanging by your <laughs> hip. And you're mouthing the vocals of the other guy. You're like, what is the point? <laughs> yeah. Just get one guy. Yeah. You could just be out in the crowd doing that. Yeah. Do some, you know, if you, if you really want to have, like, eight members, you know, do the Slipknot thing and give him a big drum to bang on and, you know. Yeah, something, the, yeah. something extra. Yeah, I just. I'm Tambourine, like, at least cowbells. Like, I, just wanted, I almost wanted to pull into a side for an interview and just ask them, what exactly is it you say you do here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just need to have, like, just. You know, you guys could really do well to enlist the services of an efficiency expert. Because I can see where, on a cramped little stage like this, you could afford to cut some dead weight. <laughs> I, 
Anyway. I do offer my services. <laughs> I mean, I charge this part. So, but other than that, I mean, outside, it was just kind of the standard deathcore chug chug, blah, 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 you know. Um, and then, uh, you know, then there was Veil of Noth. Uh, you know, they, they played some new stuff. Uh, they got, they got the, uh, cause, uh, I think Mikey Rees left. Um, so they got the dude from, uh, Dissonance and Design, which there, there's some, you know, cross pollination between the two bands, uh, since, um, uh, their original singer left. Fuck's his name, Ken. Um, when he left, and then oh, uh, homeboy from uh, I don't know, I mean that in a racist way, but dude, <laughs> Rain, uh, right? Enemy Rain, right? No, no. Well, yeah, yeah. He's with Enemy, Enemy Rain, and then he was with Dissonance and Design too. So then he's a, he took over. Uh, Steve, that's his name. Uh, he took over on vocals. So now they have Dissonance and Designs guitarist. So that was his first show with them. So it was his first show. Plus, you know, they did some new songs. So. Uh, you know, always good to see those guys. I wish, you know, I wish those guys could just blow up and do more touring and stuff like that because they fucking killed it. So, um, and then Lorna Shore played. So Lorna Shore, I, I, I think I have one of their albums that I got off a of band camp and then I streamed their other stuff. And they're one of those, like they're, uh, it's, it's, it's deathcore, you know, and it's, it's kind of, it's not super technical, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they were doing like through the eyes of the dead level, like bass drops, just oh, really? like <laughs> every 10 minutes, every, I mean, not every 10 minutes, every five seconds, <laughs> you know? but I mean, it was cool. Cause they're, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't even think they're on a label. I think some, most of their stuff, I, I could be wrong. I, you know, I need to do my homework, but I'm pretty sure most of their stuff has been self-released, you know? So, but they seem to have a pretty good fan base because there were a lot of people that were really excited about the songs and singing along and stuff like that. So they were able to get the crowd going. Oh, cool. I talked to the bassist for a little bit uh, just outside the front door. I had no idea who he was. We were just talking. And then, you know, I saw his I saw his laminate right as he was walking away. I asked him which band he was with. But um, so, but anyway, yeah, uh, he was a cool guy. You know, it was, it was a good set. Um, so no complaints there. Um, and then Fallujah got up there, absolutely destroyed the place. Um, you know, except for... <laughs> true to form uh you know the marquee at least, you know at least this time they didn't wait till the end of the set for the fucking you know vocal mic to take a <laughs> shit it was like on that very first build in on a starlit path and i mean he got you know alex got like three breaths in and it just stops <laughs> and i can't hear it i'm looking at my buddy kyle i'm like can you hear the vocals he's like no and, you know, it took Alex about, you know, five seconds to figure out what was going on. So he actually, like, threw the microphone down and then unplugged uh, the guitarist vocal mic and then plugged in there right. and started doing the voice. <laughs> yeah. Started well, doing there. Improvised, yeah. 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 So while he was doing that, then, you know, the sound guys out there fishing wires trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and stuff like that. Then, um, so it was, I mean, it was a good set, but, uh, Alex was clearly pissed with the sound situation because there was something happening. He was saying that there was some sort of like low end feedback or something that was happening with wow. the vocal mic. And he, he was actually telling him, he was giving him specific instructions on what he could do on his soundboard to fix it. And he kept telling him, and then he kept like, he would hit the mic. So he'd go, you know, like this mic, you know, fix this. And I think the, yeah. they, maybe the guy was confused because he wasn't fixing yeah, it. Yeah, he was doing that like, Look at the yeah. faders. Look yeah. at where it's peaking. He's like, yeah. hit it here. He's like giving him a signal. Yeah. Like, yeah. fix this, you know. So you could tell he's getting kind of mad. But, um, you know, they played a longer set. You know, they played mostly new stuff. Um, you know, played no, played Nomadic all the way through. 
uh, and then closed out with a couple of tracks off of the Harvest Wounds. So it was a good show. Cool. So always fun to see those guys. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to any of them. I didn't want to go all fanboy or something, you know. <laughs> so. Well, so just to do a little bit of follow-up, when we talked about the um, Summer Slaughter, you know, tour and how uh, one year the Artist Murder opened and then they did a lot of tours and really kind of earned a... Did, do you think the turnout for this was... Was it impressive? Does it seem like they're getting the, they, the fan they, base it was, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I think... Well, there's a weather handicap that they were dealing with. Yeah, too. there was a weather. I think there. Yeah, I think there was a lot of people that that bitched out because uh, Artspire couldn't make it. But I mean, I I honestly wasn't expected expecting it to be as crowded as it was. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was, good. it was for for all the disadvantages that you know that they were kind of having to cope with. You know, trying to put the show together uh, last second. The, the the place was still reasonably packed. So. And it was a weeknight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a Tuesday night. So yeah, yeah I mean, it was all, all things considered. I, I I would say it was a it was still a success. It was still a good turnout. So good. I think those guys are. Uh, you know, I think I think uh, the album itself. I think the album just kind of speaks for itself. And I think uh, you know, I think ever since last summer, I think word of mouth about these guys is just spreading like wildfire. Yeah. You know and. Um, you know, obviously, Nuclear Blast took notice. You know, so they're they're on a much bigger label now. Yep. You know, they're gonna have a much larger uh, marketing machine behind them on the next album and stuff like that. So okay. they're uh, they're well on their way. Cool. Good, good. All right, let's jump right in here. For uh, this is our speed. This was all. This was all the rage two weeks ago. Now we're finally getting <laughs> to it. Uh, first of all, I didn't really pay attention to where the hummingbird riding weasel thing came from. I just saw that it was on the chive. <laughs> it was yeah. just like a nature thing. Just, I think. Is it, is it legitimate? Discovery channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a legitimate, legitimate picture. Yeah. And there's nice. so many memes that just spawned from yeah, it. Yeah. Right. For a day. And that, that's, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the viral, you know, culture. It's like everything like lasts for a day and then, and then it's totally forgotten. <laughs> Yep. Except for metal speak. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. We hold on to internet fads like grim death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, so just to revisit the topic, just in case you forgot, it's uh, officially here. It's top five songs for being a hummingbird riding weasel in a diaper. I'll explain that in a second. On the way to buy a white and gold dress that everyone says is blue and black, which again was the, the big thing. That lasted for date. Well, I, I got asked, did you guys check, look at the dress? White and gold. White and gold. <laughs> did you know anybody that saw blue and black? Mm-hmm. Not firsthand, though. Because the thing I, co-workers. Yeah, the thing I thought was interesting is um, I was hanging out with John and James. They're twin brothers. One of them sees white and gold, and, and one of them sees blue and black. Hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. One of them's right-handed, one of them's left-handed. I was wondering if that had, because we're all right-handed, right? Yeah. You should ask your blue and black people at work if they're left-handed. Hmm. Wouldn't that be interesting? It would be interesting. Yeah. And then we could. I already a told on the that. one girl who worked on. Don't give a shit. In fact, I, I sent her the <laughs> the picture that I posted. It was like it's asshole color, just like your asshole <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, that was good. Uh, so um, yeah. 
Uh, and then, uh, so the diaper tie-in, uh, Matt had a, Matt had a dudes in diapers. Yeah. Uh, thing. I'm sure that's going to take off, dude. You, you wait <laughs> like a couple years from now. It's going to be a big thing. You'd be like, that was my idea, bitches. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your mark on the world. <laughs> Different type of D&D, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm a nerd, Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was a good time, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Um, so we just thought, hey, let's put all these things together. And um, I kind of thought, like, I don't think I'm really going to try too hard on the songs. In fact, we were supposed to do this last week when it would have been only a week old. Still not quite as That's still, relevant. that's like a little too new, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it was like completely like, no, dropped off. we got to wait. But, uh, but last week I was like, I, yeah, I'm just going to let... Random songs come up and just go yeah. that route, but uh, but I decided to actually pick some. Okay, so I'm gonna go here with the first one. Coming, I promise. Look <laughs> <laughs> how long this intro is. <laughs> Recognize it yet, though? Like production-wise, it sounds like nails, but I know it's not. Here, here comes the. Cryptopsy. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't the vocal part I thought it was, but I swear to God, it's like coming up. I'll make up all the other songs I'll play. I'll just do like ten seconds. Like I'll make up for it. It's right around the corner. <laughs> here it goes. 
this rock. Yeah, there you go. Where's <laughs> it? Holy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drug fucking abomination. Yeah. Some fitting. Some nice. fitting. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Your vocal star right now. <laughs> Sanctus by uh, Antaeus. Okay. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Just because. Mo- moving on. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you randomly picking songs? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna make a confession. I literally almost made up that in my mind to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I got five on the wolf drive over here, so <laughs> I'm good. All right. Son All right. of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Pick the Great Southern Trend Kill. Dang. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Alrighty. Next up. Yes. So pissed. It almost sounds like Godflesh. Yeah! Uh, ding, 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 ding! <laughs> Winner! Yeah! What do we have on the Tony? The song was Like Rats. Because oh. weasels are like rats. Oh my god! Rodents! <laughs> Rodents! Ermigurd! <laughs> it's Rodents! Alright. <laughs>
That is uh, 40 Virgins by Dweller. 40 Virgins, of course, being the name for the group of people that put together those weasel memes. Zing! Well done. Yes. You know, from now on, that's going to be like, oh, it's another meme from 40 Virgins. Good job, 40 Virgins. (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah. Yes, so low cattle, a living, breathing piece of defecating meat. <laughs> I was thinking yep. diaper, like, yeah, this little fucking bag of shit. <laughs> it's living, it's breathing, it's pooping. Now where does the meat come in? <laughs> uh, hopefully it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's something Depends on. Depends on how tight the diaper is. <laughs> then the meat comes out. <laughs> I don't know if there was like some new fat I needed to try or something. No, I was just thinking flesh. Yeah. We're made of flesh. <laughs> I, I got it. I get it. I read you. There's layers. <laughs> Ogres. <laughs> Subtext. I got you. All right. Not, not literal. Not literal. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All righty. Next up here. Vader? No. Close-ish. That's the uh, that's the latest for Morbid Angel. Oh, <laughs> too <dude>. extreme. <laughs> yeah, just can't handle it, man. Uh huh. <laughs> Did somebody pick extreme like the band? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. What about rat <laughs> <laughs> or weasel? No, there's no. <laughs> I was looking for some polyshore intro. But looking for what? Polyshore intro. Ah. Yeah. The
Any ideas? Nay. I'm not going to get any of your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Symbols of Inhumanity by Ex Mortem. Oh. Of course. Of course, yeah. And, you know, what bigger symbol <laughs> of inhumanity is there than our obsession with fleeting internet fads? Yeah, exactly. You couldn't have planned that one better. I know, right? <laughs> you should be like a lawyer. <laughs> what bigger? motivational speaker, right? <laughs> All right. How good, is, how good is my Bob Odenkirk impression? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Halloween next year. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> After your discussion earlier, you should be able to do this. Proud of myself. Very, very, very <laughs> diplomatic. Yeah, you know, strategic, strategic, known unknowns. We don't know what we don't know. We know. <laughs> Wish I could do the fucking Will Ferrell line around. Alrighty. <laughs> Still had it. They still had that groove. You know? Sixty-eight. Isn't that Spantera? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's actually a little better now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yep, Pantera. Uh, Revolution is my name. Mm. So you can just see this like weasel red dummy bird, just like <laughs> <laughs> to victory, just like Revolution. You know, yeah, there's a uh, you know a Timbador. There's a comedian Timbador. He has this whole like. Animal conspiracy thing it was when there. It was a big news story about big head carp jumping out of the uh, river and attacking fishermen. And people are like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Fish are attacking fishermen." <laughs> like, put your head together, come on! It's the animal conspiracy. He's got like a whole thing he goes on about it. It's like, <laughs> just see this weasel being the the leader. <laughs> I'm a dwarf. <laughs> 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 Kennedy? Is that JFK? Oh, I don't know. That was just right? To war! <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. To <laughs> war!
idea. You, get, you got your justification ready? <laughs> <laughs> and is human, all too fucking human, oh, by yeah. Anal Nathrak. Oh, Again! How dare I? <laughs> God damn you. Oh, wow. You know, and it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, fads like this are just a foible of humanity that uh, we can't help but get excited about stupid shit. Yep. <laughs> it's at the core of, uh, you know, what makes us what we are. Just you know, just a bunch of mouth breathing fucking half wit. <laughs> you guys want to get some cinnabons? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, not to totally derail, but you mentioned uh, Bob Odenkirk. Um, so Kim and I uh, finished Breaking Bad. She finished. Uh, anyway, there's uh, in this in the episode where where Saul takes off. Uh, the the cleaner guy that yeah. gives him the new identity. Mm-hmm. He tells Walt, he's like, best case scenario, I'm managing a Cinnabon in Omaha in like a month or whatever. And, sure and that's enough. the opening scene from Better Call Saul. Reason a Cinnabon. Continuity, so anyway. I like that. Did yeah. not pick up on that. And he actually saw it on the chive, otherwise I, I probably would have missed it too. Nice. But, uh, yeah. All right. me and Stu picked them. I'm so happy. Well, actually, you know, that, that vocal effect, he almost sounded like uh, yeah, the same Vortex, thing that they right? do on, yeah, or uh, Tom Thorne from uh, the Electric Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like that too, but yeah, the second the cleans came out, I was like, ah, it's world being. <laughs> yes, that is born. I was just kind of going with the thing. <laughs> I get it. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's all in my mind right now. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> you got a couple months left, right? Uh, like a month and a half, yeah. A little less. Oh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't be here before you know yeah, it. I can't stop it now. Well, <laughs> you could. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. All right, last round here. All right. know everything except the song title. Soil Word is from a Panic broadcast. No, it's not from that album? Damn it. It's from Sworn to a Great Divide. Oh, damn it. Okay. But the song is I, Vermin. Oh, Vermin. Weasel. Got it. Yep. Damn, it was right in front of me. Fuck. I got got that one on two counts. I, Vermin, obviously, and then uh, number two. Get it? Number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soil Work. Yeah. Diapers, soil. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very meta. Very meta. Why the fuck am I here? 
<laughs> Don't worry, I just realized that just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No fifth season for you. Right? justification on this one. Mermaider 2 by, <laughs> by by Death Clock. Um, so I imagine that the weasel is riding the woodpecker much like a mermaid warrior would ride a dolphin. <laughs> right. Since I couldn't find a song about a weasel riding a woodpecker, this was obviously the next logical step. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> All right. Well done. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, way to go, man. Way to close the note. <laughs> Why are people are fucked up? <laughs> I can, that, that's a battle theme to ride to, especially if you're of the the weasel rodent. variety. Yeah, 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 right. On a hummingbird, no less. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, well, this was fun. <laughs> it was productive. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight face. Okay. Well, the next... I win on the 40 virgins thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Anytime we do something stupid like this, there's always some golden nugget that comes out of it. Who can forget Felch Cake yeah. and the Baby Batter Slurry Bombers or whatever that was? Felch Cake. Baby Batter Slurry Bombers. <laughs> yeah. You know? Faggot haggis. Faggot haggis. I know. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, next time maybe we'll try to do something. Nah, it's probably going to be just as stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, we're going to close the show here. Matt did this sweet cover. Uh, I'm going to let you explain what it was for because I heard you say it was for work. And Oh, yeah. So basically they have a contest at work, like a talent thing or whatever. And I didn't do it last year, so I wanted to do it in some capacity this year. And I was like, well, what do I do? Could I really learn eruption solidly in 10 days? <laughs> Probably not, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do I cover something classical? It, like, I was just, uh, duh, right in front of me. Batman. Yeah. Do, like, kind of just a, a different arrangement, cover it. it. It's been done before, but it was something I've been wanting to do for a while, and the company I work for, the CEO, is a big Batman fans. So oh, I was yeah. like, all right, sweet. This adds up. This makes Brown sense. Brown noser. <laughs> well, the grand prize is a fucking trip to Maui. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That? You, yeah. You, you, you stick your nose there. Yeah. Proudly. <laughs> now, here's the funny bit, though. So, Brittany's due date is May 2nd, right? Maui trip is April 30th to May 4th. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, second to fourth, please? <laughs> I don't know. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still wanted to do it, so yeah, it, it came out great, man. When you said that you you did it because it's the, the the original movie Batman theme. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I so there's I told a few people the original sixty Batman. Well, or, see, oh, that's or, what they were Michael thinking. Keaton, right? Sorry, yeah. Sorry. So this is the '89. No, this is the '89 Elfman version it's yeah. it, I, I don't have the means to do the grandiosity and the orchestral bits of it so it's a much more well then i'm not listening <laughs> yeah you know, i'm fine yeah, no, no yeah when you said it, i was like because because i know i've said it on the show the um the power glove version power gloves was awesome yeah i was like i was floored by that thing so when you said it, i was like oh man i don't know if i'm you know but like you said that you know, this is your take on it. I mean, it's still really heavy. There's still like a, you know, the and the production's really good too. Like the guitar tone's really good. Um, but yeah, there, you know, it's it's just guitar stuff. It's not like the there's no keyboard and stuff, so it's got its own. I just had to do what I had available yeah. to me. It came so, out really good, man. Thank you, appreciate so, it. So yeah, thanks for uh, we'll play this motherfucker. Look. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh we have to we're, we're gonna close the show with it so uh we can't close the show before we close the show <laughs> and now you've listened to metal speak fuck off <laughs>